Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I thought I would do a video talking about some advice that I have on public speaking. I do quite a bit of public speaking. I've done a lot in my, my career. And I know that some of you are interested in getting public speaking. I've got a lot of questions around this. So I thought I'd, I'd give you some advice, some kind of tips that I have about, about how to become a better public speaker and, and what, what you can do. Now, again, I'm not like the, the most preeminent public speaker, but I do pretty well. Like I, I feel comfortable in front of the crowd. I've learned how to work in an audience and I can, I can, I can do well. I, I have fun. You can check out one of my talks I did at the Xamarin Evolve conference here. If you haven't watched that video already, again, you know, it's not, it's not like the most mind blowing. I'm not a TEDx speaker, but I'm, I'm able to, to do that. And so I'm going to share with you some of the tips that I have that might be able to help you if you want to get started into this. Okay. So the very first thing is that, that, that I've noticed is that when you do public speaking, one of the biggest problems that you have is that you say um a lot, that you repeat sentences, you have those kind of transition words, right? If you've ever been to Toastmasters, by the way, I'll give you that as a, as a quick side note tip. Go check it out. If you haven't been to Toastmasters, that's a great way to learn public speaking and to get into it. I know a lot of people that have. I've, I've shown up a couple of times for some meetings. I'd like to do it long term, but I just have such a busy schedule. I haven't committed to it yet, but at some, at some point I'll probably do it. But one of the one of the key things that you'll you'll first encounter with public speaking, like I said, is those transition words, those kind of things. In Toastmasters, they actually like mark it down and count how many times you said um and different words like that. You'll notice that most of my YouTube videos don't have a lot of cutting, right? There's you don't see jump cuts and stuff. And that's because you do find me saying um sometimes, but for a majority of the time, what you'll find me doing is pausing, which is what you, you kind of learn to do. And I do some, you use some words, right? You know, I, I've talked about in some of my videos where I've said anyhow or anyways, or I say kind of, or like, or things like that. That's, that's going to happen, right? You can work on getting rid of those 
those problems, or maybe repeating sentences, but you're, you're gonna have problems with the way that you deliver first. That's the first thing that you're gonna notice, okay? And what you can do to fix that, the, the way that I improve drastically, again, I'm not 100% perfect at this, but I've improved drastically, okay? A lot of times when I go on podcasts, sometimes the, the person doing the editing will email me back and be like, wow, we didn't have to do much editing on your side. That was, that was cool, that's crazy, how did you do that? And I'll tell you how. The way that I did it was that when I was doing a lot of Pluralsight courses, you can check out the Pluralsight courses I've done here. I did 55 of them in about three years, okay? That's like, it's like something like, was it like over a thousand hours of video? It's a lot, okay? And I've done a lot of podcasts, I've done a lot of these YouTube videos, but when I was first doing them, I would have to edit my own stuff, okay? So I'd be in there, I'd be editing my own podcast, I'd be taking out all the ums. I'd be editing my videos, you know, several hours, like five, six hours of video, um, 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 and I'm cutting out all that stuff, okay? Now what happened was naturally, my brain says, hey, it's a lot easier when you're editing to take out a pause, a dead space, than it is to take out an um, because you gotta figure out where the um and the ah and the transition word starts. So my, just naturally, without even me even trying, when I start recording videos, all of a sudden, instead of saying um, instead of saying ah, instead of doing the transition words, I would pause. And I would think about what I'm gonna say. And I would think, hey, I can edit out this dead space here. And then I would talk and say what I'm gonna say when I'm ready to say it. You see how I'm doing that very deliberately right now? When you go and you give a talk in front of people, if you can do that, you're gonna find that you're gonna be able to speak a lot more succinctly. It's gonna be a lot more understandable and you're not gonna to need to use transition words and those spaces that you put in your sentences when you're thinking of what to say, it makes you sound a little bit more eloquent, a little bit more prepared, and it creates sort of a moment of suspense and almost puts an exclamation point on what you're saying. Now, I don't talk that way all the time, especially when I'm doing YouTube videos, because I want it to be a little bit more informal. I, you, you see what I'm saying? I want you to, to feel like you're relating to me a little bit more. But if you're trying to make an impact and you're giving a TEDx talk or a talk like that, you might want to do that. And you, you want to learn that skill anyway, right? And so best advice I can give you if you're going to get into public speaking is that you want to record yourself and edit yourself a whole bunch. Do do 100 hours of that. If you do 100 hours of that, you're gonna naturally take out those thumbs because it's really, really hard to do that otherwise. And, and just know, if you just know, that the solution is that, just slow down, pause when you don't know what to say, think of what you're gonna say next, pause some more, and then say it. See how easy that is, right? And you can see how clean my speech is when I actually do that, and it's also, turns out to be a lot more succinct because I'm actually forming the full sentence in my head before I say it. And so I don't backpedal, I don't say different phrases and different words and interrupt my own sentence. Does that make sense? You, you see what I'm saying there? So that's, that's number one tip, okay? The other thing, or the next thing that, that I'll, I'll talk about here is being able to get up in front of the crowd itself, right, and, and being afraid. Because I think a lot of people are afraid to get up in front of a crowd, to talk in front of, of people. So there's two tips I'll kind of give you with this. The first one is this. You're just gonna have to do this a lot and just bite the bullet, right? I've done some videos. I think I have a series on overcoming fears, okay? And one of those fears is obviously, the, one of the biggest fears is 
is public speaking. That's a, it's a big fear. The best way to overcome fears is to acknowledge fear. Just say, look, I feel it. Oh, it feels scary. Okay, I feel it in my bones. I'm not gonna try and fight the fear. I just feel it, but I'm gonna have courage by doing my action in spite of fear. So you just get up there and you talk. The first few times I gave a talk in front of a large audience, oh man, it was scary. I sweat through my shirt. I've talked about this before in, in some other videos, but it, it was it was a scary experience and I was intimidated and I didn't do a great job, but I made myself do it again and again. And probably about the fourth or fifth time, it, then it clicked, it actually started to kind of become fun and exhilarating and exciting. And now when I get up on stage, when I'm in front of people, man, I am fired up, I love it. <laughs> it's awesome, okay? Now I've even had the experience of speaking in front of a a group in China who didn't really understand what I was saying a couple of times when I visited China. You can check out my, my China videos there. But that was a, like like starting over <laughs> because that was a whole nother level of, you you know, when you start to become good at, at talking or you're used to it, you sort of interact with the audience. You sort of like feel the mood of the audience and that helps you. But when it's a sea of people that really don't understand what you're saying and you don't know if you're like culturally offending people or if you're saying things that just are are not appropriate, <laughs> like it, it, it's, it's hard, it's harder. Okay, so that, that's probably a good practice actually. It actually probably improved me. So, so that, that's the first thing with, with overcoming the fear. The other thing is, I'll give you this tip, is one that I used to use all the time. I still do it just, just because it might as well, right? Is that you go up when you're gonna give a talk, okay? And you go up and you talk to the first row. You show up maybe 15 minutes early, find the people that are sitting in the front seats, you shake your hand and you say, hey, what's up? I'm John Sanmez. I'm, I'm giving the, the talk today. How, what, what's your name? What, what are you doing? Or how, do you, how are you doing today? What's your, what's your job title? What are, you, <laughs> what are you working on? Why are you here at this talk? right you start making some small talk and chatting with them and being being very friendly to them and you meet like all the, the people in the front row okay then when you get up on stage man you've already got people that you know okay which makes it easier okay and you've got people that are rooting for you because when the speaker comes down and talks to you personally and that guy's back up on stage right there's certain there's a certain prestige there's a certain thing and they they are cheering for you because they know the celebrity you see what i'm saying there's a kind of a celebrity thing that happens and they know him so they're they're cheering for you so you could be bombing right and the rest of the room could be like chatting on their phone saying on making tweets that say this guy sucks so bad right i can't believe it he's sweating through his shirt look at that crap right and and these people they're excited they're looking at you they're paying attention and and that's going to help you to get that confidence right and then whenever you get stuck you get a little bit scared you look down at that row of people at the smiling faces that you already know and that will help you a lot that helped me a lot when i started out the other thing i would say is that one of the one of the key things is that Go ahead and use this stage, right? I kind of learned this from acting is, it's kind of hard in front of a, a video. I do bounce around a little bit, but use the stage, walk around, take some time, you know, familiarize yourself with the stage and be large, be larger than life, be open, go out there, do, do some things like raise your voice and lower your voice, right? Make it interesting. The, the first thing that you're always there to do whenever you're on a stage, whenever you're doing public speaking is entertain. Okay, the same thing with these YouTube videos, right? If I am not animated, if I'm not giving you energy, if you're not feeling it, you're turning the shit off, right? You're like, fuck that John guy, he's, he's boring as hell, okay? But I could be talking about some boring stuff, but because I change my voice, because I'm, I use a lot of emphasis, because I, I'm passionate about what I'm saying, 
it's still sort of kind of interesting, right? I could be reading nursery rhymes and maybe it'd be, it'd be somewhat interesting, right? And that's a talent that you have to develop. I had to develop that a lot when I was doing Pluralsight courses because I had to turn on the radio voice. I had to say, hey, this is John Sanmez from Pluralsight.com. And today we're gonna to be talking about introduction to Android development, right? And I have to do that because that makes it interesting rather than the monotone people that are like, hey, this is Joe from Pluralsight and in this course, I'm going to be telling you about how to do Android development. Now, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There's a huge, huge difference. So you want to do that. You want to entertain the people in your audience first and foremost, and then you want to deliver the content. The other piece of that is that you don't want to be scripted. You don't want to have a memorized set of lines. You don't want to read off of your your slides, if you if you have slides. In fact, I, I try to not do slides anymore as much as possible. What you wanna do is you wanna have some points that you're gonna hit, okay? And the slides can remind you, or you can remember them, or you can use some kind of notes, and you're gonna talk about those topics, okay? And you're gonna just, you're, you're just going to talk about the topic, okay? Because that's easy. And, and here's what makes it easy, understanding it very well. So this is another really key thing, is that to do a good job of public speaking, what the key practice, the, pre, the key skill that you need to develop is that you need to think a lot about the topic or research it a lot. If you know a lot about something, right, you can talk about it a lot. Have you ever talked to a mechanic, an auto mechanic, who's telling you about all the shit that's wrong with your car and you don't even care, and he's telling you about how we fix it and how this works and how engines work and all this stuff, and, and he's just going off, right? He could talk for three hours about that, right? I get excited about some stuff. Whenever I'm at a dinner conversation, okay, in fact, I've done impromptu talk, I did an impromptu talk at MicroConf, right, this, this talk. I, because people are so interested and because I'm so interested, I get into these talks about real estate, okay? And I just go off. I could talk for five hours on real estate, right? I don't have to memorize anything scripted. I could just do a talk like that on real estate. You could put me on stage and say, John, talk for an hour about real estate and bam, I could do that. Or blogging or anything that I'm really intimately connected with, passionate about and have a lot of knowledge about, I can just talk about. That's why I can do these YouTube videos as well. A lot of these YouTube videos, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you script this stuff or you know, what, what do you prepare ahead of time? And what I do is I, I think a lot about this kind of shit. When I'm running, when I'm lifting weights, you know, in between books and stuff, when I'm walking places, when I'm in the car, when I'm sleeping, I don't watch TV. I'm thinking about these kind of things. I'm pondering this stuff in my head. And so this stuff that comes out is stuff that I've been thinking about a lot. I've got some, some deep, deep knowledge about it and so I'm ready to deliver. And you can tell in some of the videos where I haven't been thinking about the thing a lot and it doesn't come off so, so easily. You know, something like public speaking, I could, I could talk about for an hour. I'm not gonna, don't worry, I'm not gonna talk about for an hour, but, but, I, but I could. So getting a deep knowledge of the thing, that's gonna help you. It's gonna make it easier for you to, to talk. It's gonna make it easier for you to present the material. And you know, an, an hour will fly by if you're doing an hour talk. The biggest problem you're gonna have is condensing things down. All right, I think that's about enough for, for the tips for now. I'm trying to think if there's anything else major that I would say. I'll, I'll say one last thing, okay? This is, a, this is a, a thing that can really help you a lot, is I always try to make some interaction with the audience. So if you, if you, talk, if you watch that video, and the Xamarin Evolve talk, I made everyone yell, get out of their seats and yell, okay? I got the energy levels up, I asked people questions, right? I, I, get the audience to say something back, like how many of you have ever slammed your finger in the door? Raise your hand, 
Okay, that's interaction. That's people getting involved. It, it's relating. Okay, uh, and I'll give one last. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be it, but one last thing: be vulnerable on the stage, and be genuine. Okay, that's the same thing. The same tip I give you for YouTube is that. I believe, on, honestly, a lot of the reasons why I've been able to have success on this platform is because when I'm talking to you, you know that I'm not bullshitting you. Like, you know that I'm gonna tell you, I have fucked up, I'm not perfect, I've messed up, I'll share with you the screw-ups. The reason why I would give you advice is because I have screwed up myself, and you know that that's true. And you know that I'm honestly, genuinely trying to help you, and that's why I'm making these videos, and it comes across because you can't fake sincerity. So be sincere, whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing on stage, right? Even if it's a technical talk, so what? Do you really like this, this technology? Don't try to pretend like you're smarter than you are, that you know more about it. Share your joy for sharing that technology. Share your joy for the topic. Okay, and, sh and talk about the places where you messed up, the stuff that confused you. Bring some humanity into it. Everyone can relate to weakness and humanity. Right? Again, it's, I don't wanna say weakness, it's vulnerability. Weakness and vulnerability aren't the same thing, but everyone can relate to some kind of vulnerability, to someone messing up, to being human. And if you can connect with your audience that way, they're gonna love you. <laughs> they're not just gonna listen to what you say, they're gonna love you, and that's the key because they feel like they know you, because they feel like they trust you. And if you can't build the trust with the audience, any kind of public speaking is not gonna work. And all of this advice that I've given you today, it could apply to YouTube as well, for those of you that are doing YouTube. There's maybe some different, a few different things that, that happen when you're recording YouTube videos. It's, it's actually a little bit harder than, than on stage because I got no feedback, right? I am imagining in the camera just to, I just can't stop going off in tangents, but I'm imagining in the camera, when I'm looking in the camera, I'm imagining you that I'm talking to you right now, and I, I just want to help you, right? And I'm, and I'm imagining that you're smiling back and that you're nodding your head. I have to imagine that because that's not happening. Because when you're talking in front of an audience, you do get that feedback and it does actually help you and it helps you to know where to go and what to say and how to, you know, you, you have this natural kind of reaction. But with the, with the video, you, you'll find that there's a lot of people that do really good public speaking and as soon as they get in front of a video camera and try to talk one-on-one -on -one to the camera, Ooh, it's, it's hard, and, and it was really hard for me. Look at some of my older videos, you know, and, and you, you'll see, but you can improve that as well. So I just thought I'd throw that in there for those of you that are trying to do YouTube. Practice, 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 keep on going. You'll get there, trust me. You know, I've got a long way to go, but I've, I've also come a long way. All right, if you like this video, if you wanna get more videos like this, well, what can you do, John? I will tell you what you can do. You can click that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you got a question for me, you can always email me at john at simpleprogrammer.com, by the way, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up, John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.